Welcome to The Sacred Life and the Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm Shan Vanderleek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com and producer of the Goddess Talk Sessions. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational conversations with women who've learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. And today, it's my honor to introduce you to Melissa Ambrosini. Melissa teaches women how to unlock their full potential, master their inner mean girl, smash through limiting beliefs, and ditch the self-doubt so that they can start living the life of their dreams. She is also the best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl and the newly released book, Open Wide, A Radically Real Guide to Deep Love, Rocking Relationships, and Soulful Sex. And she also hosts the popular Melissa Ambrosini Show. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful to have you here and, and that technology allows us to speak with each other, me in Michigan and you in Sydney, Australia. So cool to connect. Oh, yeah, I'm really pumped. Let's begin our conversation with the story of your life-altering transformation back in 2014 when you healed your inner mean girl fell in love and married your husband, Nick. Oh, yes. So um, my life, my actual, actually, it kind of began before 2014. Um, It was more so in 2010 when I hit rock bottom and ended up in hospital. That's really where my inner transformational journey began. And that's where I began mastering my inner mean girl. And your inner mean girl is that fear-based limiting voice inside your head that says, you can't do this. You're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not skinny enough. Who do you think you are? You're never going to meet the guy. You're never going to get out of debt. And some people call that voice your ego or your shadow self, but I like to call it my inner mean girl. And it began, mastering her began back in 2010, like I said, when I ended up in hospital because I had burnt the candle at both ends and had absolutely no more candle left to burn and hit rock bottom, ended up in hospital very physically unwell, but also emotionally unwell. I was dealing with anxiety, depression, panic attacks, an eating disorder, And this was the darkest and hardest point of my entire life. Before this, I was living a very different life to the life that I live now. I was a professional dancer and I was an actress and TV presenter. And I was surrounding myself with very toxic relationships, both friendships and men. I was not nourishing my body. I was partying and drinking and taking recreational drugs and living a very unfulfilled life in all areas. My health was a mess. My relationships were an absolute mess. And I was no longer in a career that lit me up the way that it once did. And Ending up in hospital was the best thing that ever happened to me, even though I would never wish it upon anyone, because it gave me 
the kick up the butt that I needed to get on my true path, which is the path that I am on now, doing the work that I do now. And what I do now is everything I do now is to inspire women to unlock their full potential Right. Live their dream life, to create their dream life and business to match. And isn't that something that just seven and a half or almost, you know, eight short years ago, to look back and see where you were and how far you've come and that and that you did find the the uh, the one and and married him and that you did get healthy and that you did all of this deep work on yourself and, and, and obviously you're, and you're still doing it. You're, so you're really walking your talk. Mm, Absolutely. And I think that's a really important thing to mention is that I'm still on this journey. Yes. You know, I'm still growing and learning and evolving and we all are. And anyone who tells you that they're not is lying because (laughs) if you, if you had learned all the lessons that you needed to learn and if you were perfect um, you would be enlightened and you would have levitated out of this body by now, but we're all still here because there's more that we need to learn in this lifetime. And that's why we're here on earth to grow and learn and evolve. Right on. So after 2010 and being in hospital and, and starting to do the work that you did and that then you met and, um, and married your husband, and then you became a new mom as well. Let's talk about that transformation and transition. Yeah. So I did a lot of inner work. Like after I got out of hospital, I made it my mission to get healthy and happy again. So I went and studied holistic health coaching. I went and studied life coaching, meditation, yoga teacher training, acuenergetics, which is energy healing work, Buddhism. I read every spiritual text I could get my hands on. And I went to every seminar and workshop that I could possibly attend because I wanted to really deeply connect with myself. And I started to feel happier and healthy again. So I just kept on doing it. And so for those years, I just totally immersed myself in the spiritual and personal development world. I made it my mission to get happy and healthy, Mm -hmm. to really feel that inner peace and contentment. And I finally got to that place where I felt for the first time in my life, inner peace and contentment. Mm -hmm. And then guess what happened? My (laughs) beautiful husband walked into my life, you know, literally like weeks after. And which is so, and I find it so interesting that you knew each other for quite some time before it even occurred to either one of you that yeah. you that you had an attraction. That's so cool. Yeah, we had known each other for about three years before we actually deeply connected. He was in a relationship of three years and I was in a relationship of three years. And we were both, those relationships that we were both in were very karmic healing relationships. So within that relationship, I did a lot of healing and growing, but deep down I knew that he was never the one I was going to end up with. I knew that from day one. I knew that we were together for a reason um, and we both had a lot of healing to do. And so did Nick. He he was the same with his um, former partner. And what happened was, you know, we 
would see each other at events, but it's almost like the universe is like, uh, 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 you guys aren't ready to meet each other just yet. Right. You're not ready. You're not ready. So, um, and to be honest, I never really looked at him that way. Like I thought he was, he was in a very long-term committed relationship. I never looked at him like that. I, I thought, oh gosh, he's handsome. Um, but that's it. I didn't really allow myself to kind of think anything more. Right. And, and then all of a sudden we were both single within the same month and we'd both been through very similar journeys. We both actually ended up in hospital in 2010 at the same time. We didn't know each other and we were wow. both going through very, very similar journeys, very similar journeys. And um, we obviously realized this once we'd got together, we didn't know this at the time and we met and we got together. And before that, you know, when I was with my past partner, I had convinced myself or I told myself the story that I didn't believe in marriage and I didn't want to have kids. And that is because I was masking what my truth was. And that was that I was in a relationship with someone I didn't really want to be in. Right. And so I lied to myself and said, um, you know, I don't believe in marriage and I don't believe in, I don't yeah. want to have kids. And I told everyone that. Uh, yeah. That's sto- the stories that we, that we make up the, you know, the, the shield and another mask or another shield or another, another story that we tell. Exactly. And then, and then the right one comes along and everything changes. Exactly. And then I, you know, he, he walks into my life very, very effortlessly and almost um, divinely guided by the universe. There was no force. It was just sure. pure guidance and divine intervention. And he has a 12 year old son. So immediately, um, you know, I stepped into that role of being a mother. Um, and you know, we got engaged and married very, very quickly. And that was four years ago now. And we are so deeply committed to our own journeys and to our journey together as a couple. And I think that's one of the keys to a really beautiful, conscious, soulful relationship is that deep commitment to yourself and that deep commitment to your unity, your relationship. Uh, yes, I agree. My my husband and I just celebrated 25 years of marriage. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. And I tell you, I, he st- he's just such a wonderful man creature. I just when I I just think about how lucky I still, you know, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky that we found each other and I felt the same way that that you did a long long time ago before we came together and was pretty reckless with a lot of my choices, a lot of similarities between you and you know between our stories and and then and then here he came and here we are all these years later and we have a, a lovely daughter and a beautiful friendship and relationship and marriage. And, and it's just, uh, I'm so grateful. I'm every day. I I'm thankful. And so, not, yeah, so I can relate. It's, um, it's not luck. It's you're worthy. That's what you yes. deserve. Yes. You know, yes, that's true. That. Yes. Yes. You've done I the work. That. You've called it. in. <laughs> you are worthy of it. Ah, uh, love it, love it, love it. So let's let's take a, a, a little 
trip down a, a different lane here and let's talk about you and how you now relate to your body, your sexuality, and your feminine power. Mm. So it is very different to how I used to relate to my body, my sexual energy, and my feminine power. I used to hate myself. I used to hate my body. I, like I mentioned, I was a professional dancer and was judged and I did acting and TV presenting and modeling. So I was constantly being judged for my body and my looks. And there's only a matter of being told, no, you're too tall. No, you're too big. You're too skinny. Your hair color's not right. Your eyes are too far apart. Your eyes are too dark. Your skin color isn't right. There's only so much of that you can handle without it starting to eat away at your soul. And when I was 20 years old, I moved to Paris from Australia and I started dancing at the Moulin Rouge. And this is where these self-loathing thoughts really started to manifest. And it was because, you know, I was witnessing these beautiful women walking around calling themselves fat and ugly. And this planted seeds in my mind. Sure. And I was very impressionable and vulnerable. And I did really stupid things to stay thin that I'm still trying to heal my body. Um, And I don't regret anything, but I, if I could go back, I would tell my younger self that you are perfect. Yes. Just the way you are. And you don't need to fix, change, or improve anything about yourself. You are perfect. You are perfect. And you only have one vehicle, this one body. Treat it with love and respect. And I actually just went for a swim in the ocean before this interview. And I walked past, um, I came home and I was in my swimsuit and I walked past the mirror and I stopped and I looked at myself and I said, I love my body so much. Mm. I (laughs) love my body. Thank you. I love, and so I constantly, I meditate twice a day. And at the end of my meditation, I touch my body and I say, thank you. I love you. you. I love you. Thank you. I love you. And I also do beautiful self-love essential oil massages on my body, saying affirmations like thank you and I love you and thank you and I love you. And I can honestly say that I have gone from self-hatred to self-loathe and self-loathing to absolute awe of my vehicle and my sexuality. Again, I used to think my sexuality was something I had to hide. It's now something that I fully embrace. My femininity is something that I fully embrace and, mm-hmm. and, and open wide to and unleash because I'm so proud of who I am and I love myself. I love my body. I'm so in awe of this amazing vehicle that we have. And yes. I am so done with the self-loathing and the self-hatred. I have done it for so many years, most of my teens and all of my 20s, that I was so bored of it. I was just so incredibly bored. And 
it wasn't the way I wanted to live my life anymore. So I had to do a lot of mean girl mastering and reprogramming and letting go of old stinky stories. And it's something that I'm consciously aware of every day. Like, like I, if I walk past the mirror, I will say, I love you. I will touch my body and say, I love you and thank you. And it's a practice, but you have to remember that this beautiful vehicle that we have been gifted is the only one that we get in this lifetime. So you better treat it really freaking well. I agree. I agree. And in that regards, let's, let's talk about how you care for your body and how you, you know, some of your favorite sacred feminine practices. Okay. So there's a couple of things that I do that are just absolutely non-negotiables that to care for my body, which are, you know, organic food, nourishment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I put the, the best quality into my body, clean water, that sort of stuff. Um, you know, I, I eat, um, yeah, all organic and really good quality. Um, I meditate um, I make sure I get really good quality sleep every night. I am an early person. I go to bed really early. I get into bed about eight o'clock. That's a non-negotiable for me. Um, of course, there are exceptions for some things, but I don't do dinner parties at night. I don't yeah, I don't. I just don't say yes to them because I'm like, okay, we can catch up, but let's catch up for lunch. Yes, um, because mine, or let's catch up on the weekend at the beach or at the markets. Because for me, my sleep is a priority. It is an absolute priority for me. So I, you know, if we if we do go out for dinner, we go at five thirty, um, <laughs> and I don't care what anyone thinks. Like, yeah, I I, I can totally. I just totally relate. I just you're cracking me up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like I have, I don't care what anyone else thinks of me anymore. Um, yeah. and I think that's a beautiful place to get to because it's really refreshing to hear you still in your thirties that, that you're there yeah. already Yeah, because it, it takes, it, it takes so long for so many women. And I think that, that the more people like you come forward and share their truth and share their stories and, and have these realizations of these really healthy boundaries and really these, this wonderful awakening that's happening younger and younger. It's just, it's just freaking awesome. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. <laughs> and I mean, you know, there, there are times where you do have to have late nights because of something and that's okay. Um, but 90% of the time I don't, I just, yeah. don't because I'm like, yeah. And, and a lot of my mentors have said to me, you know, the older you get, the less you give a shit what other people think about you. And like you said, I'm just glad that I am getting there in my, in my thirties because I spent most of my life, um, all of my teens, all of my twenties caring what other people thought of me. And that's yeah. really, really boring. It's so boring. Yeah. <laughs> and it's such a <laughs> and, time and, and the thing is, is, and then when you realize that they really aren't thinking about you that much anyway, they're yeah. thinking about themselves. They're dealing with their own stuff. Totally. And, and we think that we're, we're so uh, front and center or that I remember feeling like every mistake I ever made was under a microscope by anyone who knew me, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, what, what if they knew about this or that? And now I, and now I don't care. 
yeah, uh, either. But um, how how else do you embody being a sovereign goddess? So, um, like I said before, the self-love aromatic dressing, which I do, which is a self-love massage with essential oils and coconut oil. Um, And I do that when I get out of the shower. I will start at my feet and work my way up toward my heart um, saying, I love you and thank you. And I use beautiful essential oils like uh, frankincense and lavender and all of these goddessy, yummy, delicious oils. Um, I have some. I have some um, frankincense right now in a. I'm smelling it, it right now oh. in a. Yeah, in a little warmer. I just mm, smells so good. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. So yeah, um, that's another way I um, do occasionally. You know, when I feel you know self pleasure with a jade egg. Um, mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing I love to do. Again, I start with a beautiful self-love massage. And this is something that I haven't always done. I've not always been comfortable in my own skin. Like for me, I had to really reprogram uh, my beliefs around sex and sexuality. It was very naughty and dirty and taboo. And, you know, I never felt confident and comfortable in my own skin. So this is something I've really had to work on and develop and not feel ashamed of. Right. You know, and not, and not hide away. You know, like I will say to my husband, I'm going into the bedroom to self-pleasure, to have some time with myself. And he'll, right. be, he'll be like, okay, cool. You know, great. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Enjoy. That's so awesome. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll yeah. It's an important message on. that, when I when I was listening to or not listening to, um, I heard you say music and went there. But um, when when I read your you know the a radically real guide to deep love, rocking relationships, and soulful sex, I was just like, yes, more women need to hear this message. Mm, absolutely, for sure. Absolutely. And so then, in, in go ahead. I was just saying, you know, and then there's also the movement aspect. I'm you know I move my body every day as well, and. Um, that's another way I take care of my vehicle and infrared saunas and, um, I dance. I love dancing. My husband and I are currently learning ballroom and Latin dancing. And that for me is just like sex on legs. Like it is just, oh yeah, it's so beautiful and such a beautiful representation of the divine feminine and divine masculine. It's just no amazing. doubt. Oh, and I'm so glad that he loved, that he loves and wants to do that with you. That's oh. such a Thing to be doing together. Good for you. Yeah, we've we actually w- had been talking about it for four four and a half years. We've like <laughs> been like, let's do it, let's do it. And then um, on New Year's Eve this year, on the first of January, we always talk about our personal goals and um, our goals as a couple and things like that and things we'd like to achieve this year. And I said, right, we're doing dance this year. And I guess I was kind of like in the past. Everything always happens in divine time, but I guess maybe I was waiting for him to take control. But sure. why? Why should I wait for him to take control? Like if I want something, then I should do it. And yes. so I just <laughs> started Googling, you know, ballroom dance schools in our suburb and found one just up the road. And I was like, right, we're booking. And they offered like a free class on the first class, a free private lesson. I just booked it in and I'm like, we're doing it. And he was like, can't wait. He came with me 
Um, and we've been doing it for about four months now and he is loving it so much and I'm loving it. And we're doing little mini competitions and it's something that we can just do together and it's really beautiful. Oh, that's really great. Good for you. So switching gears, uh, let's talk about your, your inspiration for writing your new book, Open Wide, and the, the teachings that you hope your readers will come away with after reading your book. Yeah, well, the inspiration really came from my tribe saying, I want you to put everything you know about love and relationships into a book. Um, <laughs> you know, I have really discovered so much about love and relationships within my own experience. Like what I experience with my husband is beyond my wildest dreams. It really is so beautiful and sacred and stretching and opening and challenging and divine and everything. And I had to share it because relationships are the biggest game that we play, yet we're not taught how to play them. And the way that we learn how to navigate all of our relationships is by watching our parents. And (laughs) sometimes that's a really great thing. And sometimes that's really not. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of our beliefs around love and relationships and friendships and intimacy are borrowed or inherited from our parents. And I got to a point in my twenties, in my very early twenties, where I realized that. And I thought, oh my gosh, if I don't reprogram and let go of these stories and recreate some new ones, I'm going to live out my parents' relationship. And they're, don't get me wrong, they're still very, they're still together. They've been married for almost 40 years and they are soulmates and they're so perfect for each other. But, you know, I look at their relationship and I want to personally be completely smitten and all over my husband until I'm, you know, a hundred or beyond. Right. <laughs> right. You know, that's, that's how I want to be. And then, so we have to create our own stories. Yeah. We Otherwise do. we're just going to live out our parents. And so this was why I wrote the book. The inspiration was like, I had to get this information into as many women's hands as possible and men. So a lot of men have read this book and they have said to me, thank you so much. I now understand my partner so much better. That's great. So if you want your partner to understand you better, maybe give them a copy of it or get, let them listen to the audio book or something like that. Um, So the inspiration was purely because I had to serve. I had to help. I have to get this information into their hands. And there are so many potent lessons in the book that I really want people to walk away with. There's some amazing tools on how to navigate your relationships, like practicing crystal clear communication, taking radical responsibility for yourself and, and for your partnership. There's so many amazing things in the book, but you know, it all does come back to yourself. The first three quarters of the book is about you. It's about self-love. It's about understanding yourself on a really deep level, knowing your core values and beliefs and interests and hobbies. Because when you know yourself on a deep level, you're able to call in someone who you can go really deep with. But if you don't know who you are, if you don't know your core values or your boundaries or your beliefs or your interests, then you're kind of floundering. Right. You're just kind of bumping along and living in this day-to-dayness without 
realizing how much beauty, how much joy, how much abundance, love, all, you know, just ah, to be in awe of your life, that it's possible to be in awe. Yeah. And I am in awe. Like this is beyond my wildest dreams. Oh, that's so great. I just walked down to the beach and didn't take my phone and just looked up at the blue, blue sky and the flowers. And I'm just in awe, like, and listening to the birds. And I was like, hi birds, like just chatting to the birds. (laughs) And I like, I want people to know, like, I haven't always been like this. I was medicated for depression. I was on antidepressants. I haven't always been like this. Right. But it is possible. And this is our birthright. And there is magic everywhere if you just open up and look up, get your head out of your phone, get your head out of your suffering, put your shoulders back and look up. There is beauty everywhere. Everywhere. Every open day. wide, baby. Open wide. Open wide. <laughs> so where can our listeners and readers pick up a copy of Open Wide? So all you have to do is head to melissarambrosini.com forward slash open wide. And you it's in all bookstores and it's in all all the online stores, Amazon, all of those um, online stores, and it's in all of the bookstores all over the world. Um, but if you head to melissarambrosini.com forward slash open wide, you can also check out my free video masterclass that Nick and I created. Um, as a compliment to the book, we are chatting about all of the topics, soulful sex and our relationship um, on these video, on this video masterclass. So if you want to dive even deeper, have a look at that and then um, come and introduce yourself to me on social media. I'm really active on Instagram. I love Instagram and Facebook and I've got my podcast, which is the Melissa Ambrosini show. Um, I release two new shows a week. So come and subscribe to that. so you don't miss out and fantastic. Yeah, introduce fantastic. yourself on Instagram. I love meeting like-minded, beautiful, conscious souls. Yes, it is. It is a Wonderful, wonderful tribe that uh, that you're drawing to you that is that surrounds us. That and there's so, as I said at the beginning, there's just so much great and crushing beauty, and so many men and women who are awakening right now. And and I just really appreciate that you continue to share as generously as you do. And I wish you all the best with Open Wide and your podcast and everything else that you that you share in the world and want to thank you so much for being here at Transformation Goddess and the Sacred Life. It's been really a pleasure talking with you. You too, my love. Thank you so much. You can get a copy of Melissa's new book, Open Wide, at melissaamprosini.com forward slash open wide. Thanks for listening to This Sacred Life and the Divine Feminine Spotlight. Visit TransformationGoddess.com to claim our album of guided relaxations for women who do too much. And while you're there, check out our latest articles, book reviews, and resources for your goddess journey.